SMME Exchange. SMME Exchange on Metro FM Talk. Yeah, so we're going to go into our SMM exchange in the next few minutes or so. But uh, once again, I want to encourage you, go on the, on the platform, results.elections.org.za. You would know because if you go, for instance, to your SMS that you got from IEC, it tells you there. Uh, so let me check, actually. It tells you, I think it does tell you uh, where you would have voted, of course. Uh, but in the message, they also do say... Uh, they give you the number of the voting district. So one of the things you can actually do is to copy that number and if you insert it in the search tab, it takes you straight to your ward. So and if you can just go to the search, you can search by, you know, um, ID number, even by ward, and it'll take you straight to your ward and there you'll also see the place where you actually voted uh, so that if you want to see in relation to the bigger pool of the people that voted where your vote was, then more than happy to do so. So uh, go check that out there on uh, elect- uh, results.elections.org.za. Notwithstanding all of the challenges that they've had, uh, but uh, this interactive platform, very, very helpful. Uh, to make us uh, make sense of what's happening. I'm also seeing too much white in Tswane, so it means a lot of the uh, 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 votes still to come in there. But uh, yeah, if you're in the city of Joburg or out in Ekurule, in Inogengati, uh, there's a few more uh, of those that have been filled out. And uh, if you are out in uh, the Midval, that's complete. And uh, also out in Lesedi, uh, let's go straight into our SMME exchange discussion now where we change direction for a bit we'll come back to the issues of elections but we now speak this evening in our entrepreneurial feature with uh, uh, mabel akinlabi the founder of the brown corn dog and uh, she joins us this evening to tell us a bit more about uh, her business mabel good evening and welcome good evening thank you for having me how are you i'm well thank you i'm well thank you i i was i first want to find out uh corn dogs in south Mm -hmm. r uh how did that come about Oh, by total accident and by me realizing that I could not find one in all of Joburg. So I decided I'm just going to make my own then. And so is there a market for corn success. dogs? Do, do people like go wake up just like, you know, they'd look for quarters and be like, hey, I'm looking for a corn dog. Well, that's kind of what happened with me. Um, I was hosting my daughter's 11th birthday party. And it was at home and I had like 15 kids all having a slumber party. And I was doing what parents do at parties, cleaning, feeding and chaperoning. And I was in my kitchen and I thought, mm, I really, I should, I want to order myself something nice to reward, my, to reward myself for being such a good host. So I looked on like the popular food ordering app, couldn't mm. find a corn dog. Googled corn dog near me, couldn't find a corn dog. And I'm like, ah. In this day and age, there's no corn dogs in Joburg. Well, then I'll just make my own. Okay. So I ruffled about in my pantry, found some cornflakes, split them up, used that as yellow corn, stuck some sausages onto some skewers, used my batter, and gave it to the kids, and they lost their minds. And honestly, the rest is history. They're still losing their minds. Wow. So, so talk to me about, I guess, starting uh, out of necessity in that way and now turning this into an operation that has enough scale to supply some of the retailers? Um, well, I'll say this, that I've got really awesome people around me. Um, I've got my husband, who's, who's fantastic, and he's obviously my business partner. Um, but also, the world and South Africa love innovation. 
Um, we love all things that are new and that are going to test us a little bit and check up our taste buds. So once my husband and I, who's also our COO, had decided that, yo, this is, we could be onto something, I started calling around. And the first retailer I called was the ShopRite Checkers Group. And they were the first guys to say, yo, Mabel, we're going to give you a chance. Um, called me through, allowed me to bring some samples, and then asked me, so when can you start supplying? And um, I was like, when I stop working out of my kitchen. <laughs> sure. So, yeah, they guided me on what I needed to do mm. to build the brand, um, how to get my packaging correct, what their standards were, what kind of font I needed to use, and, uh, and, and like a thousand other unromantic things. Mm. Um, but them holding my hand has ensured that today... I've, I've, I've been confident enough to supply all of their stores nationally. Talk to us about where you would source uh, some of the ingredients that go into uh, your corn dogs. Um, so firstly, we are very, very blessed to have found a niche. Um, mm. There are no corn dog, corn dog manufacturers in the country or the continent. So when we had to look and find what the equipment looked like, it was incredibly difficult. Um. It took a lot of patience and a lot of prayer. But eventually, we found who the manufacturers were, and we're their first customers on the continent, well, the, the, the equipment manufacturers. Mm. Um, and then we realized that, obviously, there's eggs and there's milk in there and other really delicious things, and we thought we'd use fresh products. But through learning and research and having our hands held, we realized that fresh products aren't very shelf-stable. Sure, sure. So, but we could get the same products, eggs, milk, totally dehydrated, and then put into our batter. So now, to cut a long story short, um, well, the, the batter is our recipe, so it doesn't taste like anybody else's. The sausage is our recipe. doesn't mm. look or taste like anybody else's. Um, but we have a, a factory that produces all the raw materials that go on the outside and a factory that produces the sausage that goes on the inside. Mm. And mm. yes, it's, I feel like Colonel Sanders, it's a very tightly held secret. Okay, so this is that type of secret. Okay, all right. No, no, that's fine. Uh, because I, I think you've already started us off, I guess, on the food science element of it. I mean, this issue of uh, trying to make sure that your product uh, might be good, yes, for the youngsters uh, when you make it fresh. Uh, but yeah. if it's going to be in a very long, you know, uh, cold storage value chain, it might need, yes. I guess, to, to have some other forms of preservatives as well. I also see on your platform here that uh, you've done quite a bit of product development as well, new flavors. Uh, talk to me about how that process unfolds. You spoke about the packaging earlier, the design and all of that. Uh, but the product diversification, uh, diversifying your offering, uh, what goes into that? So I don't know if you've ever heard of like really famous restaurants. There are some famous restaurants around the world that have been open since the 40s or the 20s, and mm. they'll tell you that we've had the same pie recipe since the 20s, and my great uncle made it, or, 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 or heck, some big chicken brands have had the same recipe. So we were very fortunate that the first night we made corn dogs for the kids, that flavor was a hit. But then... Um, we very quickly realized that making 100 corn dogs at home is relatively easy, but having to make um, 500,000 corn dogs is not so easy. Mm. Um, so um, sat down, did lots of unromantic work that is related to this very simple product. But we learned that you have to use baker's weight. So you know how you, use a, you, you read a recipe and it say one cup of flour for something? Yeah. 
it's different as a baker's weight. I had no idea. So what, we had learned what, what's that we have to use baker's weights for every single ingredient that we put in. Um, but we learned this because we were we understood that we did not know much about food and we sourced the right people. So we got a food technologist to help us, amongst other people. We learned that we had to take everything and turn it to baker's weights, and that if you were one gram off by salt for a 100 kilogram mix, it could mess up your whole mix. Mm. Um, but I've learned a whole lot. And I can confidently say that the product we have today, if Mabel decided tomorrow that she wants to travel to Mars, brown foods will stay consistently awesome. The flavor will stay exactly the same. The ingredients will stay exactly the same. Talk to me about the margins in this game. I mean, uh, you know, and also the channels to your market. You've spoken about some of the big retailers. Um, do you have other alternative channels to market? And uh, I guess what are some of the uh, sort of margin implications of those? So, I mean, there's because we're the sole corn dog supplier in the whole country. Mm. Honestly, I joke and I say the sky is certainly not the limit. It's nice to look at, but it's not the limit. It's the beginning. Um we're looking at school tax shops um, with, the, with, with the shop right checkers group who are already in their delis mm. and we're in the freezer. So um, Brown Foods is going to be offering uh, a birthday party service. So mom, dad, you, have, you, you don't have to lift a darn thing anymore. So we'll bring a food truck and it'll be chips, corn dogs, cold drink, ice cream. Um, school tax shops are awesome. Um, but also we're looking at developing different products that are in the same range. And we've learned that people want these products simply by them eating corn dogs and going, you know, what kind of sauce do I put on this? And people saying, my child is three. She would like a smaller corn dog. Mm. So that's where we're looking at. Sure. Um, but aside from that, restaurants, canteens, delis, tuck shops, birthdays, are all waiting for us to get in there. And that's a plan for next year. And of course, uh, the condiments game as well. I mean, just on the sources you were talking about, is that a big part of where you are now, product development-wise? Absolutely. The, well, the number one, no, in order, the number one question we get from people who haven't heard of corn dog is, what is a corn dog? Mm. And it is a really delicious, half Vienna, half Frankfurter, because it's fat and juicy, and, and it's, it's an ex- sort of an expensive quality meat because I'm a mommy and I don't want to feed people children silly things. So it's a sausage on a stick and then it's dipped into batter that's like a cake batter. Mm. So when it's deep fried, it's crunchy on the outside, soft on the inside like cake, but the meat is salty and cheesy and spicy. So in your mouth, it's like a really awesome taste explosion. So the first question is, what is a corn dog? Then it's, how do I make it? And then the third one is always, what's the best sauce to have with it? And we've developed our own sauce that just works for people who like acidic food or people who like it sweet or people who like it creamy. So we've definitely got to give the people what they want. And we will. All right. All right. Then maybe I guess that, you know, many of the entrepreneurs that are listening to us now might be asking themselves, how do I get my product onto the shelves of some Mm -hmm. of the retailers, which uh, I guess is a massive market that one might want? Uh, because all of us interact in some shape or form for our food needs with some yes. of these retailers. So what I'm, what I'm, what I'm going to first say is, while it's good to keep your feelers out for what people are looking for, 
or what's in demand, I really think that there are no stupid ideas mm. and that human beings are incredibly intelligent and very tuned in creatures. So when you do have an idea, there are, there are people who have gotten wealthy off making hair ties. Like a simple, a simple black hair tie is making people a fortune. There are definitely no silly ideas. Um, and if you do get an idea, it's, it's probably not because you just thought of it because you're absolutely fascinating. Things around you are going to impact how you think and you're going to see and feel and know that there's a niche or there's something missing in the market. So when an idea comes to you, firstly, make yourself accountable to somebody. Tell somebody about it so that you can have somebody asking you, what are you doing about your idea? Because mm. it's so easy to have a great idea and sit on it. And if you've never told anybody, then there's no possibility of failing, right? No one's going to know that you didn't do anything about it. Secondly, um, there is no such thing as starting big. Go ahead and start big. I went and I called the biggest retailer I could find, and they answered me, and they did not think I was some small guy. So call and call and call and do your research and stalk people. If you need to stalk buyers, if you need to first start by calling Checkers Head Office, because that's what I did, call. I promise you they'll listen to you. There are so many small uh, enterprise development programs and small supplier development programs happening around the country and around our country that people aren't aware of. Mm. There's definitely help. Um, but also, like I said, we live in an era where new innovations are the way to go. We love new things. We love anything that's going to make our lives better. Mm. So go ahead. Call whoever you need to call. Awesome stuff. Mabel? Uh, I'm certainly now gonna go out and check, yeah, 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 where I can find myself a corn dog, uh, because I've never had one. Uh, but uh, yeah, I want to wish you all of the best uh, in your product development journey, but also I guess in capturing much more market share uh, and share of uh, yeah spend of not only parents but even many of the youngsters in the tuck shops. And uh, thank you very much for sharing your story with us this evening. Thank you, sir. I'm gonna make sure we fix that. You have not you're not having a corn dog issue really quickly. Please. Please, please. Okay. Mabel? I'm on it. Thank you very much for your time. <laughs> thank you. It was a pleasure. Mabel Akinlab is the founder of Brown Corn Dog, speaking to us for our SME Exchange.